0: to the Food Talk Show. Hi there, my name is Susie Warren-Smith and uh, you're listening to the Food Talk Show. I'm with my fellow presenter, AJ Sharp. Hello. Taste expert. Will you stop fiddling with my knobs?
1: I am so pleased you're back. Do you know how scary it was last week? <laughs> I had to do all the knobs and ask questions and sound intelligent.
0: You know, yes, but I can do my <laughs> own knobs now. I'm back. So there you go. Um, we are going to talk about one of my favourite favourite foodstuffs. No, it's not dark beer. Ah. Have a guess. Have a guess. Oh, Have a guess. I did, it's well, not dark I... beer. It's not... Caviar. Yeah, it is. And I really, really like caviar. And um, I never had it till I was in my mid 40s. Really? Could have been early 50s, actually. Really? Yeah. When did you have it? Harrods. Did you? (laughs) What were you doing in Harrods? Well, so uh, with my daughters before Christmas, we used to go out and pretend we were doing Christmas shopping. But actually, we weren't doing Christmas shopping. We just went out out for food at lunchtime, basically. (laughs) And. um, My daughter said, we go to Harrods? I went, yeah, okay. there's lots of different... I quite like going to the Harrods where you sit up with those bar things. Oh, yeah. Because they're not as expensive as you think. But you see the whole world in front of you. It's marvellous. You see every nationality, every Mm -hmm. type of person. And even if you just nurse one drink for about an hour, oh, Mm -hmm. God, it's great entertainment. So I said, yeah, that's a great idea. Anyway, she decided to go to Caviar Bar, (gasps) which was actually quite expensive. I'm sure you can imagine. Anyway, so um, that's the first time I had it. I thought, oh, this stuff. It doesn't taste like anything else. It doesn't taste it's like avocado. Doesn't taste like anything else. It just doesn't. You can't explain it. So we have an amazing expert here called Alison McKenzie. Thank you for joining us, Alison. Hello, thank. You. And I'm very excited because you brought some with you. I have. I brought <laughs> two for you to try today. Oh, all oh, very exciting. very exciting. So, um, just explain a little bit about the the, the the company you work for because you you've actually you've got your fish. I think that's what you call it in uh, Italy.
2: Yeah. So the caviar brand is Adamas Caviar, and they are. Sturgeon farmers based in the north of Italy, just outside of Milan, they've been fish farming for three generations. Mm They converted to sturgeon farming in the year 2000. So just at the point at which CITES were starting to become involved with sturgeon as a protected species they converted their trout farm into sturgeon. So, so, so it is the a game.
0: protected species um, because it was being overfarmed or something, or, or over- overfished. Fished, yeah. yeah
2: so you okay. now can't eat any caviar that is from a wild sturgeon. You can only have farm sturgeon. Okay,
0: and and can you get sturgeon uh, in only particular waters? Can we get them around here? No,
2: they're not native to our. Right. country They are native to the Adriatic Sea, which is off the coast of Italy. Mm. They're primarily associated with the Caspian Sea and the Lena River, which runs through Siberia. So they're usually in colder waters.
0: So, hence the Russian connection. Yeah. I always basically. think of it as being Russian with vodka and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So, so, explain to me so, what sort of size are these fish? Are they big fish? Like oh, they're huge, huge. So they can be well over two metres when they're fully well, grown. two
2: metres? Yes, they'd wow. be taller than us. Wow. wow, and they're big, meaty fish, like a tuna
0: or can, a shark. Can you, actually, can you eat there?
2: Yeah, as so well? um, in Eastern Europe, I suppose they where they were from originally, the sturgeon. They eat sturgeon meat more than we would say
0: cod or anything yep. like that is a staple food for them. Okay, and then so what is caviar? Is is it the actual eggs, and how does that work? I don't. know.
2: Yeah, so it is. It is the eggs of the sturgeon, and um, caviar can only be called caviar if it's from a sturgeon so if you're eating eggs from any other species so salmon or cod it should be called roe obviously you'll find labeling issues but caviar generally means the eggs of the
0: sturgeon so where are the eggs then? Are they on the inside or on the outside? Do they like, are they floating about in the water? Like how does it? No, they
2: they're on the they're on the inside of the fish. So right. in the wild sturgeon are like a salmon so they live in salt water and they spawn in fresh water. So in a farmed environment you can't
0: recreate that naturally. So So do you, does that mean you have to kill the sturgeon in order to get the eggs? Just asking for a friend. <laughs>
2: Always, always a question that I guess asked, and it's always the least comfortable one to answer. But uh, we we do. So there are some techniques where you can extract the eggs without killing the fish. But as I say, you won't get that to happen naturally. So it's a manipulation either way. Yeah, and so because we're able to sell the meat on. I was
0: going to say. So basically, okay. you, you're you're killing the fish because you you're going to sell the meat and, and the eggs at use... the same time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: so there's no wastage whatsoever, yeah. so we use the whole part of the fish.
0: I don't think I'd like to eat caviar if I knew the fish had just been killed for the eggs and not for anything else.
1: No, I wouldn't either. Because you're very sustainable, aren't you? Yes. This is... Who do you sell it on to? Do you have...
2: Yeah, you so, you so it really, it goes from Italy to Eastern Europe predominantly, so we have um, customers that they buy all of the fish, as many as we have, and then they sell it Brilliant. for food. Brilliant,
0: yeah. yeah. Now, describe what actually tastes like so they're very tiny black shiny almost pearls almost aren't they tiny they are yeah so here you go have a look at some here and and um so they've got a short sheen to them and most times I've had caviar this it's a slightly greeny black do you think that's
2: yeah so it Caviar can be all kinds of colours, so people will right. think of it to be a small, dark, glossy black egg, but actually the more premium caviars will be different shades wow. of colour, so ah. they can go through sort of shades of grey, so beluga caviar is typically grey in tone, oh, okay. and osietra might be more amber in tone, so you get those kind of yellow, green, pale brown shades. And yep. the, I- the beluga is considered to be one of the best. Is that right? Yeah. So what, what makes Why? it beluga? Yes. Yeah. So there's actually 27 different species of sturgeon. So, oh, wow. So sturgeon is not one fish. Um, and each one has a slightly different taste. I brought two here for you to t- try today, and you'll see that they do taste different. And they reach maturity at a different age. So if you imagine that now we're farming sturgeon, the, the baieri sturgeon that I brought the, the black label tin for you, that will be about eight to ten years old when you get the eggs. Wow. The Ossetra that I brought you will be twelve to fourteen years old, but the Beluga, which is from the Huso Huso sturgeon, could be twenty-five years before you're able to get the eggs. So they will be each one will be twenty-five different. years old.
0: Yes. If you, the, fish it, will be the fish will be 25 years old. The fish will be 25 years old. How old, you, how old do you think a lobster is then? I, well, lobsters are different though, aren't they? But a, that lob, a lobster could be 60 years old. Could it? Yeah, that's how it gets that size. Wow. Didn't, not born like it.
1: Well, I thought it might <laughs> like live maybe
2: 10 years.
1: I no, never realised no. it's sort of on that level. That's yeah. incredible.
2: Yeah, so sturgeon farming is a, is not a hobby. It's a long-term it's business plan. It's an investment. Yes, yes <laughs> absolutely.
0: It's a bit like... It's a bit like um, I mean, grapes, you know, if you're going to make wine, you've you've got to you're not going to produce any for 10 years. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Same with whiskey, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. And, and I suppose the older the fish is when you get the eggs, usually the larger the eggs and the stronger the flavor. So as we go through the different caviars, you get a bigger egg, which gives you more of the aftertaste, which is the bit that's special about the caviar, and the flavor intensifies. So There is something for everyone with caviar. So the first one we'll try today is a kind of, you can't go wrong with it. It's a milder flavour, but you're still getting all of those delicious caviar aftertaste that really just yep. dance around your mouth.
0: And you mentioned um, ossetra, mm-hmm. So um, we're talking about beluga, which is a sort of type of sturgeon. What's ossetra? Is it is there a grading of the eggs or anything like that?
2: Yeah, so ossetra is another type of sturgeon. Oh, okay. So this one is um, from the Atupensa golden steady. That's not easy to say after. <laughs> that's, uh, amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. say <laughs> Glad you said it.
0: Thank
2: you. <laughs> um, and that's one of the traditional Russian... Russian varieties, so traditionally from the Caspian Sea. So the three from the Caspian Sea will be Beluga, Ossetra, and Savruga. If you've heard of those, uh-huh. three. yeah, yes.
0: yeah. Now they're always in the same type of jars. Why yeah. is that? Doesn't matter where you buy it from, around the world, they're always in some ice, and and then, then these very flat tins, not jars or oh, tin, beautiful Why gold tins. Yeah. Why are they always in that?
2: I don't so know whether that's just tradition. I guess right. because and I suppose. Um, because it's still fairly niche as a product, there probably aren't the same number of packaging suppliers right. and okay. that
0: sort of thing. So, you're going to have a taste. Now, tell tell me why we're not allowed to eat it with metal. It will taint the flavour. There you go. Didn't know wow. that, did you? You have to have it with a bone.
2: Yes. With a bone? Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, Mother of Pearl spoons we've brought for you today.
0: Amazing. Or Mother of Pearl, because then you don't, doesn't.
2: Because the flavour is delicate. Yeah. Uh, it's it's. Bizarre because it's almost intense and delicate, but you don't want anything to spoil the caviar flavour. You're eating the caviar for the flavours in yeah. the caviar. You don't want anything to spoil that experience. See, for
0: me, on your on your website, you've got recipes. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That <laughs> it's so you just have to have it on its own, just as is. Yes. And when sometimes when you go, you have that traditional thing of blinis, yeah, like creme fraiche or exactly. something, and uh, uh, chopped onion. And then sometimes chopped egg white. don't know what that's about. Um, and you're supposed to put it on plenty. And it's like, I just feel like saying, can you not give me any of that? I just want the jar.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. well, anything that you put with it is going to mix up the flavours. Yeah. And the caviar flavour is just so good to be enjoyed yeah. on its own.
1: Have you, have you had it before? I have had it very rarely in my life. Right, gone then. You and I to. can remember... Do you not? Do you like it? I do, I love it. I
0: love it, great.
1: I can remember actually tasting it at Great Taste and this oh, product right. coming round and everyone on our table going, oh my goodness, caviar. No. And we got the expert in the room to come over and educate us all about it. It was amazing.
0: oh yeah. how
2: exciting. Yeah. I don't know what happens when you send the samples in. Yeah, yeah.
0: Right, so...
1: So how many should I take? Because this little tin I'm going looks like it's jar. got about 200.
0: Yeah, so just have a little... A bit more than that. A bit more than that. that. Go on, yeah. yeah. God, so, so, and it these has are, to be ice cold. greeny, hmm.
1: aren't they? Sort of greeny,
2: greeny black.
0: Mm. You see, I just think that's gorgeous. Thank you.
2: So, you know, if people so are eating caviar for the first time, what we're trying to do is get to the centre of the egg. So you should put it in your mouth, just let it move around your mouth, slowly melt, and then you should get a different taste happening. So at the beginning, it might be briny, a little bit of the ocean because it's preserved in salt. But what we're wanting is that creamy, earthy, more nutty mellowness that comes at the end.
0: It has a very particular texture. Mm. Do you like it? I, I, I absolutely
2: it. love it.
1: You can feel the little balls, but they almost melt, don't mm-hmm. they? And then this really creamy umami salty gorgeous flavor
2: just fills your mouth doesn't it Mm -mm -mm. and it's that aftertaste that is the bit that's special about caviar and the if you know it lasts for ages in your mouth yeah and that's when you've had a good caviar so if your aftertaste is lingering then it's a good
0: caviar same with cheese i would say Mm. Same with lots of things. Mm. Mm. Shall we have some more?
1: Oh, it's just, it's beautiful, isn't it? There's something about it that just feels very special, very... Yeah. In fact, what we're
0: going to do is we should eat it, and then if you could just talk on for <laughs> the next 20 minutes, it would be marvellous. Mm. Uh,
2: why we think our aftertaste
0: lingers so well is where we farm.
2: So we're farmed inside the Tomo River National Park, so it's beautiful, crystal clear water. Yeah. It's underground spring water. So, our fish are basically reared in Evian. So, it's <laughs> the water's been tested yeah. wow. and it's drinking water quality straight from the ground. So, you've got no impurities whatsoever it, in the but habitat.
0: The water doesn't affect the taste. I mean, I, I've had things like. Um I don't know mullets and stuff like that, where they've been in quite muddy waters, and you can definitely taste it in the fish. So yeah. what they swim in is incredibly important. It,
2: it is, and we um, we're lucky because our farm is a race away water system. So that means that the sort of the river f- flows, flows in and yeah. flows straight back out. We have a, a sort of self made lake at the end where we filter the water naturally. Every, there's no water treatment or anything mm. goes on on the farm, but it goes back into the water course cleaner. Then it came oh, yeah. in all with nat- natural mm. filtration. Yeah. And you were saying about the process that they have to go from
1: seawater, were you saying, to then freshwater.
2: Yes. How do you manage that? So that would be if you wanted them to spawn naturally. So, okay. yeah, so they live in freshwater when they're farmed. Fine.
0: Mm. Yeah. So how many, what sort of gram is that at the jar? That if, one's 30 you, grams. 30 grams. Um, and, and how many eggs are in there roughly? I don't know.
2: Oh, I have no idea. But, I mean, we would say you can – that would be a good size for two people to have – yeah. Between them, or you could do canapes for sort of six to eight out of that because you don't need much caviar on top of your canapé to well,
0: you just have need a one Susie to get <laughs> rid of one of these. <laughs> yes. I, well, I literally would eat that on my own. And and um, it's very expensive because of the nature of how it's farmed and all that. So I've got enough for me and uh, AJ, we how much would we be talking yeah, mostly? Yes,
2: so on that, that 30 gram tin of the black label you've mm. got there, the recommended retail price is 35 pounds. I mean, that's wow, cheap. I was yeah. expecting it
0: to be 70,
2: yeah. So Norma it's. Is. Um because that's our sort of entry level so that's the, the one where I said it's sort of younger when we get the eggs and mm. it's your milder mm. so this is from Younger Sturgeon from Younger Sturgeon gotcha and can I go on your website and get that then okay, yes huh. yes so just we'll caviarandcocktails.com little plug mm. <laughs> Um but Yes, and I mean, I think it's sort of like a, a champagne level of treat then.
0: Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just Absolutely. for a
2: special occasion or a night in.
0: My husband doesn't like it, it's so brilliant, I eat the whole tin myself.
2: Perfect, <laughs> <It's> even <laughs> <It's
0: last> better. <laughs> I mean, how does he not like it, I don't know.
2: But how um, would you serve it? I know we're all saying
1: that it's, it's best just as it is or on a bellini or something like that. But if you had bought it at home, so like Susie, for example, how do you eat it? Do you just eat it out of the tin or do you...? I do. You do? I,
0: because I just don't think there's any other way of doing it, really. And how would you So 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 for us we've got like a breakfast bar and if we were having people to dinner, then we'd all sit at the breakfast bar and I've got a few of these nice bone thingy spoons and we just all take a little share. Yeah. I I personally serve it with vodka that's been in the freezer, a tiny bit vodka or Ice cold champagne. Is this
1: breakfast in your house?
0: No, I wish it was. I wish it was. I wish it was. I want your life. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, but I actually prefer probably a burgundy or Chablis with it. Nice.
2: It's because because buttery. I think it's,
0: yeah, the buttery thing goes really nicely with it, I think. So that's just my personal
2: preference. Yeah, so I, I think anything creamy goes really well, or buttery goes yeah. really well, because it's, it, Enhances that aftertaste, that creaminess yeah. that comes through.
0: But most people will put blinnies on the side.
2: Yeah. With their, yeah. the
1: mini blinnies. I know what you mean. Mm. Yeah, the little tiny ones. A little yeah. bit of
2: sour cream or creme fraiche, no. mozzarella, anything that's not going to uh, overly dominate yeah. Yeah. the caviar, but will be creamy, creamy. as well. Yeah. I personally, I know you, you do see it with things like onions, but I feel yeah. like they're too strong. I
0: don't understand why. Yeah.
2: So I would always keep it simple. Yeah. Let the caviar do the job yeah. that you've. Paid for the caviar to do so. Yeah. So can we have
0: a little try of the other one? Yeah, please do. So we had to keep the same spoon. Susie can hardly contain herself yeah. at, at this point. So this <laughs> does it look any different? I don't know if it does. Does
2: it? Should be. They look bigger, eggs. don't they? Yeah, they are. Eggs and slightly, slightly darker. darker. Grayer. Grayer. Yeah, grayer. Mm. Um, see, w- within a species, you'll get different colours of eggs because it's a natural product. Yeah. So Yeah, of yeah that one sometimes they'll come out more yellow, sometimes more grey. But
1: there a certain time of year
2: that they're available,
1: or is it throughout?
2: Again, that's dependent on the sturgeon. Now, um, oh, you're going to get much more complexity out of this one.
0: God, there's so much going on, actually.
2: Mm. So this is the one that we won the three-star Great Taste Award with.
0: I'm not surprised. Oh, my
2: goodness. These are incredible. Mm-hmm. The creaminess
1: is just... I don't want to talk. I just want to enjoy it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to taste the other one again. Just, um, the difference yeah. is
2: absolutely huge. Much, Night actually, and day, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Actually, you taste that now against that. That's that's so different.
2: I, I don't want to. I just want to have the other one again. One.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that feels much saltier. This this one actually. Now I've tasted the other
2: yeah, one. Yeah, comparison. I mean, I think it's different horses for different courses, isn't it? Because oh, you know, you you're still oh. with the first one. We enjoyed it, and it's still a really good mm. caviar. But when you're moving up the grades, you can see why you're paying for more because it's a different it is a different product it's a different
0: fish you don't quite get that sort of tinny thing at the end there's either. no
2: slightly metallic
1: notes yeah.
0: or anything it's just pure gorgeousness
1: umami yes
2: yes <laughs> <A>
1: beautiful <laughs> slightly fishy but it's not fish is it it's that sort of saltiness no it's so intense the flavour is still absolutely as strong now as it was when I put it in my mouth. It's
0: and amazing. what I quite like, I quite get that slightly popping thing. I don't like the salmon roe at all, which is very pinky orange. Yes. And when you sort of bite it, it literally pops. But I don't like the flavour of that so much. I just, It's completely inferior in my personal opinion. But
2: Yeah, and our caviar is entirely fresh, so it's softer. So it mm. melts in the mouth rather than pops in the mouth. Yeah. So some caviar, so sometimes people will say to me, oh, it's not popping they will often be a pasteurized caviar oh, okay. or even sometimes people will flash pasteurize it to make it firmer to give it more sort of but ours is entirely fresh so you just get that soft melt into your mouth so how long does this last what's the difference if you pasteurize it so pasteurization will make it last a little longer so if it's been a bit heat treated um, you can but, but, any but pasteurization
0: you're, means you're going to affect the
2: you're going to flavor slightly aren't yeah. It? yeah. you you affect the flavor you affect the texture and the you don't get All the things that I've just watched you enjoy. (laughs) Um, You're into rapture.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how long does this last, this little tin?
2: So from when we repack it into the tins, we have a four-month shelf life. Um, but once you've opened it really, probably two days, though generally
0: speaking, I think once you've opened a tin, it gets eaten.
2: Yeah. I can (laughs) can see that. Yeah. Mm. Mm.
0: (laughs) Now on your website you have some you know, um, caviar and cocktails. Yes. So I'm very sceptical about this. As as you know, Alison, so tell me what I could possibly... I mean, I do like cocktail, I do like a bit of a cocktail. What would I I have with that if I wasn't having my Burgundy and my vodka or something?
2: Yeah, so the cocktails we supply are very classic 1920s-style cocktails. So they're very strong alcohol so it's just a more palatable (laughs) (laughs) more palatable than a neat vodka but doing the same job so for example we have a vodka sour which is just a little bit sweeter got more of a got a lemon hint it's just easier to drink than straight neat vodka but it's going to cleanse your palate in exactly the same way so everything that we're doing with caviar is about
0: trying to make enhance the the taste Zinc. do you know I'm, I'm just sitting back here I, I can't believe how that tastes it's
1: so good isn't it just, i'm just in this little happy place
2: where i'm not really talking just, anymore
0: <laughs> okay so that's good um, um would you have something like a margarita slightly yeah, lime-ish
2: yeah so margarita is another good one because it's that tequila is a good clean alcohol mm. so i probably wouldn't go anything like actually i might, might just of...
0: have a i might just have a yeah, tequila yeah. with
2: it. A tequila would be good with it. So,
0: yeah.
2: um, so We've had
0: some good tequila people on, haven't we here? Yeah, we have. Mahentas and uh, Viver and stuff. Mm.
2: Yeah. And the Mar- margarita is, uh, again, fresh, crisp, clean. clean it's that zesty. zesty. Finish. We've got a dry martini, which is a gin martini. Oh. So have that you developed well. them purposefully to kind of go with the caviar? like No, it? So we found them and found that they did Oh, so wow. um caviar and cocktails is actually so people will often ask me how why have we paired them but it's actually not a new concept so the lacoupal restaurant in paris which is a very yeah. famous restaurant they were the first claimed to be pairing caviar with cocktails. so they introduced caviar into their cocktail bar in the 1920s and then caviar and cocktails became a thing in the 40s mm. in those kind of Exclusive caviar yeah. cocktail parties. They would serve caviar
0: on their canapes to go with the cocktails. It sounds like a party I'd like to go to. to but also honest. for me, if you are going to get this, it feels very occasion. It does. It it's feels special, word. doesn't but, it? Yeah. So, so you would might want to make a sort of event out of it, wouldn't you? If you're mm. having, would you do that?
1: Yeah, hmm. I can imagine that being. Great fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and I think it's, you know, it is lovely for a date night in, but it's not your mid midweek tea, is it? <laughs> so uh, a- anything oh, you should make it special, make it be something.
0: Mm. Mm.
2: Or even sometimes like a lovely, like a Mother's Day we just had yesterday, Mother's Day breakfast mm. is with your s- sort of smoked salmon, scrambled eggs, a little bit of caviar on the side. Su- oh, yeah. It just elevates your Sunday morning in... A way that is easy to well,
0: do. Some actually. people like it on scrambled eggs.
1: Yeah, I can see that because it's mm. creamy. Mm. But just, you, you I would only want, want, to... want to invite people to the party. I wouldn't invite anybody. I <laughs> <Party laughs> just one. Doing it myself. <laughs> <laughs> got do it by myself.
0: I've cocktail by myself. Poor husband a beer, and I will just sit quite nicely that on sounds my own. amazing. <laughs> do that. Yeah, I mean, some people really don't even like the thought of it
1: for a party yeah they're missing out exactly. is it
0: because they haven't tasted it do you think or just, do you think people have got some aversion to what it is
2: I think it's sort of I think it is in, in the mind because often people will I'm not sure and then they try it and they wow but I think people say I don't like fish but it's not overly
0: fishy it like it's not fish, it's a taste all of its own
1: it is a it, it's more umami
2: than it is fishy.
1: But there is that slight salinity to it, isn't yes. there? That makes you think of the sea. Mm. Even though it's grown in fresh water, which is fantastic.
2: Yeah, but I guess that's the brining.
1: It, is that it?
0: Is and that kind of preserves it, doesn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So Alison, how on earth did you get into, yeah. <laughs> into, I into to caviar? It. Yeah. How so just you as a person, like how did this happen then?
2: Yeah, so um, actually through an ne- colleague so he um, both worked together at Fruit of the Loom so he was based in Italy I was based in the UK and he left to go and invest in this fish farm so he was a keen fisherman and he used to go there on weekends and help anyway and uh, it was him who helped turn it from a fish farm into a caviar brand and for years he was asking for somebody to help in the UK and then finally just before Covid perfect on timing yeah, exactly. <laughs> I decided to, to join them, in and, and um so we were subsidiaries so uh, I'm at the official subsidiary for Adamas Caviar for the UK wow and uh we started so as I say just at the end of 2019 and it's been a journey I bet mm. people did really want to buy this
1: during lockdown because it was all about having little luxuries at home to make yeah, the yeah go away
2: yes well and uh, obviously sort of obviously but when we started the business plan was much more of a business to business wholesale model so restaurants and catering so by February 2020 we realized that that was probably not the business plan that we would need so we did go online and um steep learning curve google Mm -hmm. ads and yeah I bet all all of that but it did sell very well during that time because as you say people wanted something to do at home and they still had things to celebrate.
1: Yeah, there were still 40th and 50th, 50th birthdays, and birthdays. Wedding and anniversaries. Exactly.
2: And, um, and it actually, in some ways it did us a favour because it became a product that more people have tried because I think okay. it used to be seen as a Michelin-starred restaurant so. product. It perhaps wasn't something you would ever think about having at home. But during lockdown, we tried lots of different things at home and that trend has continued. So it's... It's been good in some ways, I would say. Yeah.
0: And so we could go on your website and get that get, get that um, delivered. Yeah. And as you say, that we can keep that in the cupboard for four months. Yes. yes. It doesn't have to be refrigerated. Oh,
2: no, sorry. You have to keep it in the fridge. Okay, so yes. keep,
0: keep it in the fridge. Or, Back in yes. the fridge somewhere.
2: So we ship it with ice in chill packaging. Or but whatever. once
0: you've opened it, that's it. Yeah. Eat yeah. it. Gotcha.
2: Yes. Oh, it's amazing. Do not think,
1: oh, I just I'm now trying to work out all the occasions that I need to put this into my life.
0: Mm. We're gonna to have to fight for who's gonna, if we ask Alison nicely, she might let us take it home.
2: You can have that, <laughs> we'll
0: have to fight over which one we're gonna have. I know, I know who's I gonna
2: win.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we could toss for it, we could to toss a coin for it, couldn't we? Whether it lasts
1: until the end of the day, is uh, I actually... think actually
0: it probably won't. Well, it, I think we might <laughs> be having that for lunch today, don't you? Gourmet <laughs> lunch,
1: possibly. <laughs> yeah,
0: a bit of a gourmet lunch. You haven't got any vodka here, have you?
1: um
2: we've got some gin and some whiskey
0: (laughs) no whiskey definitely wouldn't go definitely not
2: the smokiness if it was a smoky whiskey like a bourbon whiskey the smokiness will enhance the flavor oh I can't see that at all
0: can you for me it needs to be something see-through and clean I'll see what we've got we've got we've got quite a (laughs) lot of stuff here (laughs) yes absolutely well um it's very kind of you to come in and to bring that um Alison it's great and the company is called Adamas what is the name of your website
2: so and our UK company
0: is caviar and Cocktails. cocktails.com oh, do a bit of googling on that one that's yeah. easy enough to find um, and then people can order some cocktails as well if they that have already been pre-tasted to make sure they go superbly with the caviar
2: yeah definitely and they're pre-mixed they're super easy so you just get them chilled give them a little shake pour over ice and you've got your drink fantastic you can garnish if you want to look like you've made it fresh you could salt rim your margarita glass or you could just enjoy it over ice as it is
0: that sounds good to me sounds good to me so we've come to the end of the show any other comments oj no
2: just staring lovingly at this
1: uh, little tin yes. caviar <laughs> wondering the, if i can eat it again
0: make, make up our <laughs> mind whether we're gonna have that for lunch or not i think <laughs> it beats the cheese sandwich i had planned <laughs> uh, yes yes indeed well you can have that and i'll have that that sounds okay, good. Done. Um, done. Thank you very much. And and also, just very quickly, the, the spoon things, uh, mm-hmm. d- can people buy those as yeah, well? Yeah,
2: they're online as it well. It does make a
0: difference. Um, in, you know, please don't eat it with a, a normal teaspoon. It yeah. will affect the taste, won't it? Yeah, it, it will. Yeah. yeah. And also then there's a little um, special sort of key thing, which you flip. Um, in order to open the open the jars,
2: yes, they so are quite
0: difficult to open without one of those. They are. They it's so, helpful
2: to have the tin over
0: So you can get a tin over there. as well. Yeah, I love yeah it. have a little kit there. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, thank you, thank you again. You've been listening to the Food Talk Show, and we're syndicated to loads of radio stations everywhere on the planet, sort of more or less. And um, if you want to listen to hundreds of other shows that we've done. Even the ones when I wasn't on it for the first time in six years.
1: I know. Sorry. (laughs) No. Did you enjoy it? I did. I I was terrified though. Scary. So many buttons flashing at me.
0: Um, Yes. So please go on to our website futok.co.uk. Thanks again to um, Alison McKenzie of Caviar and Cocktails, and we will be with you next week.